Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I hope you're having a great day. The music in the background is from our buddy, Mr. Dave Barnes. Make sure you check out his new album. And we are so thankful that he has allowed us to use his music for the last couple of months. Hey, today on the show is a new friend, and I'm just pure in love with her. I just adore her. Her name's Melissa Radke. You probably already know her from her Facebook videos or from her Instagram or her new book, Eat Cake, Be Brave, which you know I love anybody who's going to talk about being brave in a book. But man, we jumped in and we went for it. And this girl is funny and wonderful and about to star in her own reality show. And so we, you guys, we're going to have a friend who has her own reality show. That's what's happening here is that we're going to have a friend who has a reality show. It's very cool. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with my new friend who I adore and will never quit, Melissa Radke. Radke. I mean, I knew. Downs. I know. <laughs> How you doing? I just, I just want to make sure I'm saying everything correctly. What the internet or what our listener friends don't have to know mm-hmm. is we, I just cried it out for 10 minutes. We've just been talking. Then <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we got to hit record. But you know, yeah, we, we, we have to. We have to. We just have to. Do people tell you this all the time? We could be best friends. I think we are yeah, best friends and you yeah, just don't know it. Yeah. I get that a lot. Do you love it? kind of high praise. I think it's a compliment. I do too. Little it's my do they know thing. I'm a lot. <laughs> Listen, they are they love being best friends with the version of us they can stop. That's exactly right. they can turn off. <laughs> they can turn off. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you listeners, I just saw the version of Annie you can't turn off. She a lot. Yeah, that's right. a lot. <laughs> Right. You're like, now I get it. Now I get what her real life friends have been telling me. I love it. I love you. I love you already. I know. It is hilarious to me that this is our first like sit down. Yeah. Because thanks to the internet, mm-hmm. we've been people for forever. We, yeah. I, mean, I just watch all the things. I listen to all the things. I'm just, we I'm just know all the tribe. same people. Yeah. Yesterday I was somewhere and they're like, you don't know any downs. I'm like, could you give me a day? I'll be on her dadgum podcast. I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. How much did you love Parnassus Bookstore? For what I got to see of it, which yeah. wasn't much because I was busy, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And Did they tell you the whole story of it? No. We just didn't have any local bookstores. So Ann Patchett, who's an author, uh-huh. just opened, decided to open a bookstore. Really? Yeah. So it was just like, like a when gift. you say local, you mean like homegrown? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. An independent bookstore on my on my book signing my tour. Those have been my favorite. The yeah. independent bookstores. I just love them. Okay. How many cities have you been to? Eleven. Well, yeah, ele- well, 12, I think. I don't know, maybe 14. If you count New York and L.A. that I had to I throw do. in there, yeah. then there's been like 14. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. All in a row. In a row. I, I mean, I would have like one day to go home and wash my underwear and then get back out on the road. Right. So you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> everyone I have had on clean underwear every time you've seen me. <laughs> I, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> what I said is I went home and washed them. <laughs> what I said is I washed them. I didn't say I actually wore the clean ones. I washed them and left them stacked up. That's right. So you went in a row. So this has been since the book release, yes. middle of July. Yes. The, the, the book released July 17th. I hit the road Monday, July 16th in Houston, and we've not took, taken a breath. Is that how close, is that your closest Texas big city to you? Yeah, an hour and a half away. Lufkin is is north of Houston. Houston's where we go for good food and good clothes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no offense to Lufkin. We got an Applebee's. Don't be jealous, but uh, (laughs) don't be hating. But yeah, Houston's where we go. What made you pick Lufkin? 
That's where I was born and raised. Okay. I grew up. I graduated in Lufkin. I mean, I was born and raised there. Then we moved to Nashville. I lived here 16 years with my husband. And then we moved, We had children, and we moved back yes. to raise my kids around. Okay. <laughs> my kids. Also his. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Together. Our kids. We have you, you and the family. attorney general. Isn't that what you call him? The attorney general. Because <laughs> no fun it. can be found in him. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all's Enneagram types? I have to know. Um, yes, somebody told me you were going to ask me Of course me I'm going to ask. Uh, are you going to like him less if I tell you that he's a five? A he's five? A five? He's a five. And what are you, though? I'm a seven. Yeah, of course you are. Of we course are. You. We have to be Shout sevens. out to all the sevens. The only, BFFs forever. That's the truth. <laughs> only when two sevens sit down are you dying, laughing, and crying, and saying that, like, Everything truth. And saying that the emotional spectrum that we're on right now is completely valid yes. and we're here for it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I knew you had to. Okay, so that's really interesting because I had a f- male five in my life for a season mm-hmm. and I found them to be, I find fives to be in a cave a lot, thinking more than communicating. Yeah. Hence um, the attorney general. The attorney general. Sure. There you go. Um, he'll open his mouth and he'll give me like an hour worth of wonder. And I'll be like, where's that been? And he's been, you know, stewing on it for yes. 17 yes. hours. Yes. Um, but we are so the opposite in every single way. Yeah. Yet I have on pants today because of the attorney general. Because yeah. he helps me find them. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Or my shoes or he's, you know, this whole book tour, he's just been my right arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many kids do y'all have? We have two, both okay. adopted. Oh, that's amazing. How yeah. old are they? Remy, Remy Hope is 12. Rocco is nine. Did you, how old were they when you adopted them? Honey, I cut the cord on Did Rocco you? Cooper. I oh, cut the I cord. I was the first person that the nurse handed Remy to. I was in the room for both births. Oh, that's unbelievable. Is that not? Both of them here in Nashville. Um, actually, here's a crazy thing. Yeah. Remy was born in Galveston, which, oh is, which is right outside of Houston. Yeah. We flew from Nashville to Galveston to get her. Rocco was born in Lufkin, Texas. We flew no. from Nashville to Lufkin. He was born. We took him back to Nashville and, brought and we home. brought him back home. Do y'all have relationships with their biological parents? No, they are open adoptions because we really want that to be able to happen in the future right. if these women want it and our children want it. Sure. So we went the open adoption way, which has been beautiful for us. So we hear from one of them about once a year. She'll yeah. ask for updates and we're happy yeah. to give them. Yeah. And then she continues to live her life. The other one we have never heard from. And so... I wish that wasn't the case. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, but wouldn't you be scared if you heard from them? No. Do you know how good that would do for my kids to be able to tell them that? So, but, but I hear that she got married, put herself to nursing school. Like I'm proud of her. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that decision, I can't, I can't imagine. I was just in an event with a woman in Indianapolis who helps uh, put safe boxes at fire stations where women can drop babies Mm -hmm. off anonymously ish. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, man, those women who do that are so brave. Yeah. Oh gosh. What it takes to carry a child that you don't think you're capable of raising and then hand them over to a family that can. There's a chapter in my book called uh, Dear Miss Danielle. Uh That is not her name. I I changed her name to protect the innocent. Yeah. Um, But it is a letter that I wrote to one of the birth moms. Because um, I will never forget, Annie, in Texas law, Texas state law, uh, a birth mom has 24 hours before she can sign away her rights. She okay. must sit with that decision after the child is born for 24 hours. And y'all have to sit Maybe with it's that 48. Too, right? Maybe it's 48. Maybe it's 48 hours. But in some states, 
you've got adoptive parents that come in and they they know that this birth mom has like say ten days. Oh my gosh, that's harrowing. Yes, but I believe I believe in Texas it's forty eight. So for two days, she's in the hospital. Loving this child, kissing on this child. We are adoptive parents in a hotel, praying, God, is, is this going to be yanked out from under us? Right. It's, it's, it's so frightening. I can't yeah. even begin to tell you. But the day that we went and to the hospital to pick the baby up to leave, she was in the room. Mm-hmm. You have never seen anyone stare at something that they loved so much, but now they can't keep. Really? It was the picture of bravery. It was the picture of heroism. Yeah. I mean, she looked at Remy as if Remy was made of pure gold or glass mm. or what. I mean, but there was this determination in her eyes to make to do something more with her life, to be better. To yeah. And she knew that she couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. And when she handed that child over to me and I wrote about it in the book, I looked in her face and I said, you will always be revered in our home. We will mm. always speak of you with the utmost respect. We call her Miss Danielle. Yeah. I'll say we call her. We, we, we put a miss before her name. We respect her. She's yeah. our hero. Yeah. You know, um, my kids always, when they ask about their birth moms, Rocco always says, um, you know, one thing I love about my birth mom, I'll say what? He'll go, she's a great sharer. Oh, yes, she is, Rocco. She's a great sharer. Oh, my gosh. She's a great sharer. (laughs) Can we talk about why y'all adopt versus do you talk much about um, infertility? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so David and I struggled with infertility. Here's my favorite word, unexplained infertility. Oh, that's awful. That means, gee, Melissa, all your blood work came back great. You have a healthy sex life. We don't know what the problem is. Right. Um, For 12 years. And there's a there is a scene in a Seinfeld episode that I love where Jerry goes to rent a car, but they've given his reservation away. Uh-huh. And he goes, "See, you can take the reservation. You just can't seem to hold the reservation." <laughs> and that's the most important part is the holding. That's what I would say about my infertility. Wow. I could get pregnant. I just couldn't stay pregnant. And that's yeah. the most important right, pregnancy right. <laughs> right. is the staying. And so I had five miscarriages in the in the span of 12 years, it would take two years, two and a half years to get pregnant. And then we would, and then we'd lose it. And there was that going in for the ultrasound. Today's the day we're going to hear the heartbeat. And you hear the um, ultrasound tech go click, 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 click. She's taking pictures, right? On this little computer. And then you inevitably hear the words, I think I'd like the doctor to come talk to you for a minute, moment. Oh, and, and you just knew. And you knew. Well, I mean, especially after the second time sure. and the third time, and the sure. fourth time, and the fifth, you just knew. We eventually ended up getting pregnant and, pre- oh, our whole church, everybody in Nashville, I swear, yes. I'm surprised that the Tennessee Titans weren't pregnant. Right, right. Everybody knew Melissa was pregnant for like the sixth time. We've got to pray. Um, everyone began to pray. We made it past the seven-week mark. <gasps> we made it past the nine-week, past the 12-week. We were into like the 16th week here. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I was buying maternity clothes whether I needed yes, them or not. Listen. You know? Um And we went into an appointment, and they noticed something wrong with the fetus. And I I was like, this cannot be. Right. Um, We went to a specialist at Vanderbilt, um, neonatal specialist. I mean, just brilliant people. Like, half of what they're talking about is way over my head. I'm like, David, can you explain what they just said? (laughs) And one of the things that they essentially said was, what he has is like lightning striking, Melissa. It's just so very, very rare. Um. He was born at Vanderbilt Hospital 
on Christmas morning, 2005. He lived about an hour and 36 minutes. How many weeks was he? Um, I was uh, 32 weeks. Wow. Yeah, so he was beautiful. Beautiful. He looked just like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He Did y'all was, name him? Oh, Elisha. Yeah. Elisha was his name because when I was pregnant, I always liked the name Elijah. Uh-huh. But I knew this child needed the double portion. Okay. You know, he needed the double blessing. Yeah. So we went with Elisha. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, be- some of the most holy minutes of my life really? were, were that, was that, yeah, we're holding him. Yeah. Because I knew, I mean, if I can be... I don't mean to be melodramatic, but I knew heaven was coming for him. You're right. You know, we had a NICU unit standing by. Um, so were he to be born, they handed him over to the, were he to be born alive, which he was, they would hand him over to the NICU team. If the NICU team found that they could do anything for him, they would risk, whisk Run him off, away. Yeah. He was born screaming. They handed him to the NICU team. And within seconds, they handed him back to me. And so I knew. Yeah. I knew that heaven was coming for him. Yeah. So I just say to this day, those that's the most holy Christmas I've ever spent. Yeah. You know? And then we gave him back and um God provided not once but twice yeah. in Remy and Rocco. Yeah. Um my, yeah, tell me what you learned about God in those six pregnancies. I didn't learn anything about God in those six pregnancies. To be perfectly honest, I learned everything about God after them because mm. perspective and time will do that for you. Yeah. And so people are like, what did that miscarriage teach you? It taught me to grieve, I guess. It taught me to eat cookie dough without baking it. Thank you. I mean, those are the things that taught me. I felt lonely and alone and afraid. And no one knew what I was going through. So quit saying that you do. Thank you. When you have four children in your house because you had a miscarriage. I get that. I'm sorry that happened. But I'm on number five, lady. Yeah. And still and, have a quiet house. Yeah, I still have a quiet house. And my body can't do what everybody's body can do, what the 16-year-old girl who did my fingernails Thank can you. do. I know. And you just feel like you're the only one, and you have this scarlet A on your chest. Mm-hmm. Only mine was an I, or mm-hmm. infertile, because mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mine's an S for single, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you yeah. just wear it around. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. And then afterwards, when these children came to us, and there was the pitter-patter of little feet around our house. And our house was full of laughter and joy. Only then could I look back and say, oh, so God, what you do is you not only provided for me and David, you provided for Remy and Rocco. Mm. You provided homes mm. for these children. You provided safe families for two young biological moms. Oh, so I see what you do is you take care of everybody. Yeah. Nobody gets left out. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that about you. Yeah. I kept asking you to touch me, and you just wanted to touch everybody. Yeah. So he's really good. the best conductor in the world. He's got this huge orchestra, and he makes sure every piece plays at ju- every instrument at just the right time. And I always say that to people. His eye, it, it doesn't miss a thing. Mm. That's what I learned. Yeah. I have an online course that I that I do with some women, and it's called "This Sucks, But God Is Good." Yeah, I've and I have that. I have some people that go, "Can you take out sucks?" And I'm like, "No, cannot. No, I cannot. I can't, Marsha. I want to take it out for you, Patty, <laughs> but I can't because you know why? Can't, yeah, throw in baby showers when yeah. you're barren. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Did you ever call yourself that, Baron? Um, when David and I needed to laugh, yeah. I would call, yeah. I was like, you know, you know what's awesome? Being barren's yeah. awesome. I mean, <laughs> what a word. That's the right. most horrible word. Right. Would y'all still try to get pregnant now? 
No, I've asked David. He said, no, two's enough. <laughs> I, I'm like, but I bought a dining room table for six. Yeah, <laughs> we got more seats. The, yeah, that table was expensive. Um, <laughs> no, it's exactly like it's supposed to be. It's yeah. a perfect fit for us. I've got much, much, much more love in my heart to give, but I find that I give that to women or yeah. I give that in my family, yeah. you know, give that. I, I give it out. God provides ways for me to give out that love. And But I got two great kids. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. You wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't, even with a horrible story like that. Yeah. I talk about in my book about how I had to go to baby shower after baby shower and throw them and cut the crust off of the cucumber and cream cheese sandwiches. Right. And while my tears would make the bread soggy, yep. I still wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Because the way he the way he finishes a story, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just perfect. That's what you and I are talking about, is that the Lord restores the years. That the locusts have eaten. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. One of the ways I look at myself and think, I've grown up a little bit, mm -hmm. is that when people tell me something, I don't have to believe it, but I believe them. Right. And you I just, go, hey, I look, used to not believe them either. Just trust but, the God in them. Yeah. Just trust it. the God I, in so, them. I mean, as I told you, literally four people in, in as many days have said to me, the Lord will restore what the locusts have eaten. And, and do, do you really think that that's from them or do you think God is just No, using? I think that's God. Yeah. I for sure think that's God. I just go like, I hear you. Uh-huh. I don't, I can't envision that. Right. And so until then, I will believe what the other people say about you. Right. Until I see you be for me, what everybody says you are, I'll believe that you are that for them. That's exactly right. And that's all I know to do. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. So when the, when women would look at me, when my pastor's wife would look at me and say, I know you don't believe this, but there's going to be a day, just like they're saying to you, I would just go, I hope so, because I've loved you, God. I've loved you since I was seven years old. Yes. I've given my life to serve you. Mm -hmm. And there was one morning, Annie, that I, we, it was a Sunday morning. We were getting ready for church. We were in the middle of this. We were getting ready for church, and I just crawled back in the bed. It was one of those where, like David said, when you get out of, when you get out of the shower, wake me up. Uh -huh. I crawled back in the bed, and I said, let's not go today. Mm. And he said, why? And I said, this is the truth. I said, let's just stop serving him. Let's just stop. What is he doing for us? How is he changing this storyline? And David looked at me and he so simply said, we can't. He's all we've ever known. Mm. And I would go back over and over in my journal and my prayers and I would say, you better be good because you're all I've ever known. You're all I've ever known. You're all I've ever known. I've put everything in this. My, I'm all in, baby. Mm -hmm. You better be all in. Mm -hmm. He's not all in. He's exceedingly and abundantly above all in. Yeah. That's what Aaron Nequist on the show a couple weeks ago said. What if God is better than we even know? Oh, my word. And I was like, I know he is. So all I can do is go, you're all I've ever known. You're all I've ever you're known. You're all I've ever known. Where else do I go? I would flee if I could, but I, I can't. I mean, now that Psalm of David's changes tone to me currently instead of because I always thought he was going, whether I go to the mountains or the valleys, no. you are there. He's like, whether I go to the mountains or the valleys, you're there. Yeah, he, I can't get away from he's you. He's literally saying, crap, yeah, where yeah, am I going to go? Yeah, where <laughs> am I going to go? There is nowhere else for me to go. So if there's nowhere else for me to go, then I just have to sit here and look at you until you show me who you are. Last night at my book signing in, at Parnassus, we have a Q&A time. Yeah. And all the questions that come. Oh, gosh, but one woman asked me, what is your favorite scripture? And it caught me off guard because a lot of times they're just asking about the book and they're not yeah, asking yeah, that. Yeah. And I got choked up because here's my favorite scripture. And, and look, 
If you're listening to this podcast, please do not write us a letter and be like, she gave a the message translation, <laughs> and I don't like that. Man, one. I'm getting raked over the coals about the passion translation. People are like, have you read it? <laughs> well, I'm this, like, listen. This might be the Melissa translation. I can't yeah. promise it's, uh, you know, grammatically correct, but I do think that this is exactly what it says. At the end of Job, after everything Job had gone through, mm-hmm. and let me tell you something, when you buy a tiny casket, Gosh. you feel a little bit like Job. When you go to a Franklin, Tennessee cemetery and they can't barely dig in the ground because it's two days after Christmas and it's all dry and, you know, cold, and you pick a little white casket, it's you feel a little bit like Job. And at the end of Job, after his time with God, he looks at God and he says, at first my ears had only heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Mm-hmm. It will always be my life verse. Really? Because I'd heard of him my whole life. Oh, but Annie, now my eyes have seen him. Mm -hmm. And not because of what he's necessarily given you, but because of what has happened in the process. Are you kidding me? Yes. He's so real and so good. Yeah. Literally, that's what I want to say to my friends in my real life who are and who are listening and and just go like, all we know is that he's good. What here's what we know. He's Mm -hmm. good. Does that make everything make sense? No. Does that make everything feel okay? No. But but this is what we hand back to him is okay, you say you're good. Be good here. That's right. Be good here. That's all we know and to do. And he's probably thinking, I, I, I could not be good if right. I tried. <laughs> right. He's like, Annie, there's only one of us mistaken here, and it ain't me, <laughs> sister. That's right. It's you. That's exactly it's right. You. Man, yeah, it sounds like our upbringing was similar and like being in church forever. Oh, every time the doors were open. Don't yeah. you know you got some stories? I've oh, got listen, some stories. I like to say if the doors were open and the Coke machine was taking quarters, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> hey, was there. my mom was the worship pastor at our church. She sat at the piano and played. I mean, this is oh, back in the day. Yeah. She sat at the piano and played. I can't tell you the number of times she would look out the congregation at me and go, she would mouth the words, come here. <laughs> And I would have to get up from the pew and go and sit beside her. Because you were talking or something? Oh, you know I was. I'm a seven. Yes, (laughs) for sure. I was a seven way back when. Yeah, listen, I saw a a little t-shirt on Instagram on a kid that said, you can move me anywhere in this classroom. I talk to everybody. (laughs) I was like, my fifth grade teacher would have loved me to have that shirt because I was like, yes, please move me to the back right corner because I've been needing to check on Brian. Oh, absolutely. And see how he's doing. That's exactly He'd been quiet for a couple days. I got to know what's going on at home. Yeah, so move me over there because we're going to be quiet, but I'm going to check in. That's right. I'm mainly here to check in. Oh, I love it. Uh, okay, so is this is Eat Kate Be Brave your first book? I feel yes. like you've just been creating content for forever. Well, thanks. I don't know how to take that. You're That's like, no, God, I see you everywhere. No, my gosh, no, I just didn't realize that this is the first time you'd ever put out a book. Yes, it's my first one. And I, you put your own beautiful self on the cover with a cake. Do you love it so much? It's I, gorgeous. People say, is that a fake cake? And I'm like, uh, no, no. I still get home after. I can assure you it's real. <laughs> In fact, I told the bakery, I don't know if we're going to do it in blue or, or brown, so y'all might better have a chocolate one just in case. That <laughs> well took done. two of them. <laughs> well done. <laughs> do you love photo shoot days? I love photo shoot days. Oh, no, no, no. There's an entire no? chapter in there about- Oh, I can't wait. I know. I'm taking this on my trip this weekend. The photo shoot day. Oh, no. You hated it. Oh, Annie. I've oh, got tell to tell everything. you what happened. Okay, tell me. They set me up with a professional, like uber professional photographer in Houston, a stylist, hair and makeup, and fashion stylist. Yes. Okay. I'm small town. I'm small potatoes. This is all new for me. Maybe that's happened for you before, but never for me. Yeah. So I was both nervous and and nervous. That's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much all of us. <laughs> and I get there that day, beautiful dresses. They They wanted to go with this breakfast at Tiffany's look. 
okay, where I had on a tiara and the long white gloves. Okay. They wanted to go with this look because I am a plus-size woman, and they felt like that I fly in the face of what people say beauty should look like. You know, they're like... But y'all see, you're like, mildly offensive. I'm like... I'm just plain pretty. Yeah, yeah I go... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> With a question mark. Exactly. Exactly. Um, they're like, oh no, it's gonna be wonderful. I hope the stylist isn't listening. My hair was atrocious. I have was the it? pictures on Dropbox. I would show them to you now, but I'd lose you for the rest yeah, of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. You'd you'd it, go just... under this table. <laughs> you would laugh so hard. I showed them to one of my best friends yesterday and she went, Oh, honey, that's just oh, oh, that hurts me to look at it. I can't she goes, I can't unsee that. I mean, they I were terrible. So they the, all the pictures come back. I'm just crying. I'm so upset. Oh. I'm so upset. And my husband, who is my manager, yes. who I like to say did not own a donut shop before this. He right. was an entertainment attorney. Yes, yes. Entertainment attorney for years. Um, called my publisher and said, here's the deal. We are going to pay ourselves for another photo shoot in Lufkin. They're like, oh, you don't have the photographers or anything like that that you... David said, we got people. Yeah. We yeah. got people that love us. Yes. We're going to pay for it ourselves. Yeah. But if you pick one of our pictures, you have to reimburse us. And one of our pictures is on the front. Yes. Cake made by bakers in my church. Photo taken by um, my cousin. No. Uh, Oh, she took oh, it. Oh, my Hair gosh. done by one of my best friends. Yes. Clothes picked out by a guy in my town who's got great days. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I, mean, I mean, just the best. Isn't that the better way to do it? I did a photo shoot surrounded by people that love me. Yes. And made me laugh until I was like yep. crying. And that's the one they picked. Because yep. there's joy on the front of that book. Yep. You know? That is every photo shoot I do. A photographer that I know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stylist is one of my best friends. Yeah. Hair and makeup is my friend Haley that runs my Haley B, which is my favorite oh, wow. boutique in Franklin. I'm the same way. I'm like, I need my people to make these decisions I didn't know me. that, though. Yeah, you can't, you can't know that. Oh, but time. I know now. You know now. And in the back of the book on the acknowledgments, I even say to the team that did the front cover, I say, I'm sorry that I went to the big city, but I'm so glad I came home. Yes. 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 I mean, it just is such a good reminder that because what we see is Kardashians. Yeah. And what we see is these big photo shoots where the music is Uh and there's a craft table. And what actually works for me (laughs) is being at the layman's house. And like we take a photo on their couch. Yeah. yeah. And with a little bit of backstreet playing in the background. That's about as funky as I guess. Yes. And there's like a Chipotle burrito. (laughs) It's not even like like we're just sharing the chips and the guac. You know, like it just doesn't have to be Mm -mm. that thing. I want to feel at home in everything I do. And I think that's why people feel like they can be best friends with you from a distance and maybe a little bit for me too, Mm -hmm. is they know that we don't do Kardashian photo shoots. And those are fun. I'd be happy to do one. If I look like Kylie and, Jenner, <laughs> I would dress like Kylie Jenner. If I looks like Caitlyn Jenner. I don't care. I'll take any of them. <laughs> I don't care not, which one. Not fair, because in some photos, I, I, and actually in those Houston photos, I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> it just is, I mean, it's just true that the longer I do this job, the more I realize that working with, I mean, it's one of the reasons, and this is how you do your show too. It's one of the reasons that I, my podcast is my people. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I actually don't know how to interview a stranger. Yeah. I don't, I'm not good at that. But I can sure talk to my people. But how, Okay, but have you have you ever interviewed somebody that when, when the recording equipment got turned on, they were like, just shut down? Uh, one. Have you? Is that like a thing? I have interviewed one. And yeah. I was like pulling teeth oh, the listen. whole time. When they say yes and stop, I'm like, no, no, no. This is like improv. Yes, and. Yeah. Always yes, and. Yeah. We, we are talking. Let's pretend the microphones aren't here. It's not. And let me just happening. say for the record, Annie and I, 
We got to fill in that dead space with some talk. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so God, listen. help us out. Help us out. I know. Do you listen to Sophia Melanie's podcast, The Big the, Boob? The Big Boob podcast? Yeah. I, I've listened to a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, they're so funny. They are the same way where it's like, if they, bring, they I haven't heard them bring someone on and do this, but they feel, you know, they both just are, are just like us. And so I'm like, this is a dream. Just keep talking. Yeah. Just everybody keep talking. Like if you and I just got quiet right now like this. I'm sweating. I'm it's sweating. not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> my pits are sweating, <laughs> and my office door is open. This is as cool as it gets in here. It doesn't mm-hmm. get any cooler. I know. I think there are times where there are other personality people who like other f- types of photo shoots, but for our personality and for what I want my life to be, right? I want my people in my photo shoots, yeah, and taking the pictures for me. And all that said. Do you follow Kim K on, <laughs> on Instagram? No, but sometimes I follow. I keep up. What's the What's the brother? The the, the fake guy who's doing the brother one. The brother. Oh, what? it's another Jenner. It's You're like Cody Jenner. No, no, no. It's like Cody Jenner or Carrie Jenner. He is not a real brother, but he photoshops himself into pictures. No, and he comments on everybody. I haven't. And so seen if that. you follow him and then you go look at Kim Kardashian, you can see his comment be like, "That was the best day, XOXO." <laughs> and it's like he's totally fake. It is. <laughs> I like him. I know. I will ta- I'll show it to you when we when we're done and we'll we'll tag him in the show notes so people can find him. But but I follow him okay. so that I can watch no, but I do I watch them to, from time to time. There is a picture um recently of her in the kitchen and she's got on this little bikini thing and she's just been baking. And mm-hmm. I I said, David, what's what did I wear the last time I baked something in the kitchen? <laughs> he goes, I think you wore your uniform. And I was like, David, that's not not okay. My uniform is this dress I bought at Kmart. Oh my god! <laughs> I bought it at Kmart like seven years ago. It's so comfortable. I bought it in purple and gray and white, and uh-huh. I and I so that I can just, just always trade have them out. My, I trade them out. There is my house dress. David yeah. goes, no, it's a muumuu. I'm like, no, it's not. So they <laughs> caught uniform. my David and my kids caught my uniform. When I get home, I go put on my uniform. And Kim does it in like a bikini. Yeah, and I've got like bacon grease on I was mine. Where say, it's splattered. Also, she's got to get burned. You know, Listen, well, you know she don't eat no there's, bacon. No, she probably eat turkey bacon. I know, and <laughs> she isn't probably really baking in her kitchen. I'm guessing I just, not. I can't. And my other question about certain celebrities, maybe Kardashians, but others, is I'm like, how do you always have a professional photographer that near? Like, I'm gonna go in the kitchen. Can you just can you come out of your room? Where you live with us <laughs> and take that picture of me. I'm just going to throw on in my bikini and then get going on that banana bread. And, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know, you're making all of this sense. You, you know what? I'm going to unfollow him. Yeah. I'm starting to realize this ain't believable. <laughs> Annie, suddenly I'm thinking maybe the Kardashians aren't living you know quite what, like Annie, I think they are. You have are. really busted my bubble today. <laughs> Hey, friends, interrupting for just a second to say thanks to our friends and sponsors of this episode, Samaritan Ministries. At Samaritan Ministries, believers in Jesus are committed to sending financial gifts every month directly to an assigned member with a medical need. But there's more involved than money or mere physical healing when there's a need. And Samaritan members pray for each other and for every aspect of the need and encourage one another by sending notes and cards. Every month, more than 70,000 households give generously to other members with a qualified medical need through Samaritan Ministries, and it's one of the leading healthcare sharing ministries in America. And as a member, I can tell you that I am really enjoying it. It's members like me send checks and prayers and notes of encouragement directly to other members in need. Healthcare sharing is a unique opportunity for us to be hands and feet of Jesus to our neighbors and our friends. The Samaritan Ministries direct sharing model is a biblical approach to paying for health care based on Galatians 
888-627-6262. So currently, Samaritan members give a monthly share starting at about $100, depending on age and household size. And I love this, that no family is going to pay more than $495 a month, no matter what size your family is. Thousands of Christians are joining the movement that allows them to care for one another with their health care, sharing needs from broken bones to cancer, pregnancies, and organ transplants. Nearly a quarter of a million Christians have chosen a healthcare option that adheres to their biblical beliefs and brings together believers and community. So you can learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org. Make sure you check them out, SamaritanMinistries.org. Okay, who else do you follow that you love that you aren't actually friends with? Are there any well, other celebrities? Well, you till today. I love you, and I sent you a card. Do you remember the card yes. that I sent you with this book? And I said, of all the people that I'm it's writing, still in here. You make, oh, no, I it makes it me the most nervous because I just, I really admire your work. Oh gosh, I'm not, kind. I admire what you're doing for people and how vulnerable you're willing to be. Oh, so that really you. speaks volumes to me. Um, and thank you for that 20 that you just slipped me across the table. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> who else do I follow? You know, I'm relatively new to Instagram. Can yeah. I just say for the record? Yeah, you've just started storying lately. You were Facebook. I was heavy. all Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sweet Jen Hatmaker had me on her podcast, and that opened up a real door for me. Um, of, of people who have opinions. And <laughs> of people, people who, who have hurt rewards. Yes. <laughs> no, not at all. It's actually been really great for me. They've, yeah, they've me been too. really they've nice. They've been really kind to me. I actually find Instagram people. A lot more forgiving than Facebook. Oh, listen, they're a different tribe. It is I, different. That's why I kind of stay away from Facebook because I'm like, y'all have too much time. Instagram people have just enough time. Yeah. Enough time to interact as they're going to this thing, to that thing. Twitter people don't have any time, so they're just going to say something real quick and then be gone. Mm-hmm. Facebook people have all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, so I have found that lately. So people are asking me what my favorite is, Facebook. Well, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I am such an advocate. Like mm-hmm. in my personality profile, that come, that word comes up first. I'm like, everybody, justice for all. Right. And I want to be fair. <laughs> I do love them both, but I just find Instagram to be a little more forgiving yeah, if that's I mess right. up. That's right. I follow Busy Phillips. Uh-huh. I think she's kind of cool. Yeah, I think she's really cool. Um, who do you, it, you, you tell me who you follow. It'll spur- My current favorite is James Vanderbeek. I that. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, I just think his life is really interesting, though. I have had some pushback because he doesn't use all nice words. Oh, and some Marcy. people have felt like but, I led them towards someone who would say a bad word, which I do. I am I am sorry about that. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not saying those. And you don't have to follow him. I just find he's just a great, nice dad of five kids. Yeah. And he's just funny. And I watched a show he was on, and I thought, I wonder what James Vanderbeek is doing with his life. And so when I land, I would watch it on a plane. And when I landed, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it's just so bizarre. So he's like one of my only non-friend follows. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah. So you follow all friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I don't. I am a celebrity. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. So you like? Do I? I, And I I love looking at people. I do look at People Magazine, Entertainment Tonight, and E News, and Us Weekly, and People. Have you been on um, E News yet? I feel like that would be a great spot for you. Jason Kennedy, come on, call a girl. Okay, Jason Kennedy, what is going on with him? Because now I like him and I like some of the people he likes. Why doesn't he have me on there? I know. Why is he? Why aren't we on your show, Jason? He doesn't want to fall in love with us. That's That's probably it's. That's always. He's scared we're going to be best friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I love Lauren Scruggs too. I'm like, I want to be friends with your wife. They're Texan. She's Texas. She's she is Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what his problem is. Yeah, he needs to get Let's you. Let's pray for him. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm sure he's an avid listener of our shows, and so we'll just we'll assume he's hearing this, mm-hmm. and we'll get the call. So, Jason Kennedy, we're just here. I know. Oh gosh, my phone's going off. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, wait. that's my granny. <laughs> oh wait, that's my Uber. I'm out of here. <laughs> 
That's right. Okay, so yeah, you love all those. I do think it's fun to follow. I, I also just am part of Vena Seven is we we inhale content. Yes. Because, and so if I follow too many people I don't know, here's a great example. Today, apparently, is Manny from um uh, Modern Family. Modern Family. It's his birthday. birthday. <laughs> yes. We both know Manny's birthday. <laughs> 20 Something's years old. wrong with Welcome us. Welcome to the 20s. I know. He's growing facial hair. I'm upset with I it. I couldn't believe the facial hair when I saw it. I was like, Manny, I can't. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, Manny, Manny we're not ready child. for this. And actually, the rest of your face is still 11. So just because you've got the goatee, I can't. It makes you look like one of those kids that dropped out of school when they were 24. Right, That's right. Cool. <laughs> so it's Manny's 20th birthday. Mm-hmm. So I end up on a click, 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 click. And 35 minutes later, I haven't packed my suitcase, even though that was my packing my suitcase window for my trip this weekend. But I certainly know how, you know, the older sister and her boyfriend Wells from The Bachelor are doing on oh, their vacation. Yes, yes. Right. Um, or, okay, speaking of Manny, here's one I follow Sophia Vergara. Oh, yes. And so I will be thumbing through, and David will be like, I think her and her husband are kind of, David goes, I think they're oogie. Yeah. Because that's our word for like, oh. And I was like, I think she's wonderful. I yeah. think she's funny and beautiful. And I feel, if I look like that coming up out of the ocean, I, I take all my yeah. pictures coming up you out of the ocean. You wouldn't see me anywhere but coming out of the ocean. That'd like, be the only all picture. All of her pictures are her just arising from the water. I'm like, David, we need this in our life. There's not enough people that want to pop out of water. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> Everywhere. So you follow her and you love her. I do like her. And yes, then do you do. follow. So that's my problem is I would rather go to my Discover page and go, oh, there's a celebrity I haven't thought about. Click, 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 click. I do click, like click, that. Click, yes, and I like gone. that. And then to see who follows them. Yes. And I'm like, what? Are they friends? I got to get in on that. Which is why I don't follow any of them because people go, Annie follows. Why does Annie follow that person from Days of Our Lives? Does she watch soap operas? Oh, come you know, on. People just care too much. And I don't currently watch Days of Our Lives, but I have. But you have. In my life. So sometimes I need to check on Sammy. <laughs> even though I know she's doing Biggest Loser, right? Biggest Loser? Is that what her show is? Allison. Is that, that's not even on anymore. Oh, Biggest see? Loser's oh. not even on, I don't think. Wasn't that the one she was the host yeah. of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allison Sweeney? Yeah, there you go. Oh, Thank no, you. no. Now she's on Murder, She Bakes on the Hallmark Channel. Excuse <laughs> me? There's a show called Murder, She Bakes. And you know how I feel about the Hallmark Channel. Hallmark. And I had no... Is it, uh, is it Murders, Mysteries? Mysteries and Murders and Movies or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Murder, She Bakes, and Remy Hope and I have watched them all. Is it so good? Murder, She Bakes, A Cupcake Story. Murder, <laughs> She Bakes, um, Who Killed the Flan? I mean, it's like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you know, to this day, one of the episodes people talk about the most to me, besides this one we're recording right now, <laughs> is our Hallmark Christmas one, where we just literally, three, two of my friends and I sat down and talked about our favorite ones. And then we had Alicia Witt on, who is in mm. my very favorite one. I tweeted her. Alicia Witt came on here yes. and talked about Hallmark movies yes. with you? Because she's in my favorite one, A Very Merry Mix-Up. Very, very mix up. And I tweeted her because I didn't know she lived in Nashville. And I was like, Do you want? And now we've, we're like pals and she's vegan and she's teaching me how to eat better. And she's just adorable, but she came on the show. Okay, stop. Okay. Collaborate. I'm not muscle. all the way. I'm not all the way. Don't panic. I'm panicking. Yeah, don't. And I can write you off like that <laughs> for going vegan. Listen, yesterday uh, at a breakfast, there was just a pan of bacon and I had bacon. You did? Yeah, yeah. And it was legit can't. bacon? Yeah, yeah. I needed it a little more crispy. Okay. But when it is crispy, when it bends. But you're not going to tell me in a second it was like turkey bacon. No, 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 no. Or... no it was from a pig. It was okay. straight from a pig. Okay. It like I, I want to know and meet and love on and take care of Jamie Ivey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Y'all haven't been friends yet? No, no. Oh. I've just, I've, I'm kind of recently been in, you know. Oh, we got to get you on on happy hour and get you the happy hour live I want in October. To, but she keeps going to these vegan restaurants and her husband keeps making kale for dinner. I just don't know if it's going to work out. <laughs> How about the other day when she was feeding her kids and it was like what the most the- random, <laughs> like strawberries. Peas. And, <laughs> random and some ginger that I shaved. <laughs> <laughs> on the plant her in my backyard. stories like, Dad's dinners are better. Yeah. I'm like, well, to be fair. Yeah, she I goes, think that's his story. Who's a better cook, me or dad? And story's like, I ain't no fool. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, she's awesome. I think she is. Yeah, she's, she's all. super fun to be around. Okay, so Instagram is my favorite. So do you think Facebook's your favorite? I mean, your videos on Facebook are so good. Um, I'm loyal to Facebook. They, hey, that hey, red dance ribbon. Dance with the one who brought you. That's exactly right. That's right. Red ribbon video to this day mm-hmm. has 100 million views. Mm-mm. Facebook did that for me. 100 million views? 100 million views. That Actually, is... it's probably ticking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People still watching oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because people hate dressing their kids up for school. Yes. That matters. Is... <laughs> How many people hate dressing their kids up for school? 100 yes, million. 100 million. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so that's where you start. And you were doing videos. It's, did I see you correctly on your Insta story that y'all are having a TV show now? This is happening. I'm Listen dying because you know I want a show so bad. That's like my second dream of my life. No, I did not know that. Yes, I want to be on TV. I think it'd be so fun. Oh, okay. Well, here hit, we go. Hit your tractor to this wagon. Yeah. Hit your wagon to this. Tra- I don't know. Anyway. I, 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 I'll be the tractor Jump or the on. wagon. Jump on is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, we Amy. are. USA Network. USA. Yeah. Do you know Chrisley knows best? I was about to say, like, the Chrisleys? Are y'all friends with them here? No. Okay. I don't, well, you, know you should be. Well, I see his face at the juice bar I go to because he owns it, and they have a they have a cutout of his face, but that's about oh, it. Oh, well, okay. And I know Savannah. She's adorable. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. No, we do not know them. Everybody's asking us that I'm now. Sure. But they will be the lead-in for our show, which is like heaven on earth. Thank you, Jesus, yes. for that. But, uh, yeah, we're coming to USA. Okay, we, what's the show going to be called? Well, it's 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 down. No, I can't. It's down to two two titles. Either it's Melissa, or the Melissa Show. Which one do you like better? Because I got to tell you, win win (laughs) win win. I don't care. I got to tell you, I'm totally fine with both. Yeah, (laughs) from one step to another. Yes. Yeah. Those titles are just right. That's right. It's Melissa. Yeah, it was going to be That's Leave It to Melissa because Chris, oh. Chris Lee Knows Best is that right. play on Father Knows Best. Right. Leave It to Melissa. Um, but MTV bought the rights for that years ago. They would not give it up. Oh. I know. I wonder why. I wonder who it was for. I don't know. What do you think you're going to get? Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, I bet no, it you was. MTV. Uh, yeah, yeah. You should have gotten her when y'all were still singled out. Y'all missed the, y'all missed the boat. That's right. Y'all bought that a long time ago. So now they've they've settled on It's Melissa or The Melissa Show. They called me the other day to ask me. I did have to pick one. Yeah. They're like, no, gun to your head. Which one would you pick? Which one would you pick, Annie? The Melissa Show? Me too! Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> if they said, we're not going to pay you anything, but we're going to give you a show called The Annie Show, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you have to appear nude yeah. three out of five episodes. You'll be like, but it's still The Annie Show? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> so we're going for a one season run, right? Got it. Okay. Got it. Oh, that is unbelievable. Yeah, so fact, will it look like Chrisley Snow's Best? Is it like your family? It's my family. Yeah. So we we get home from the book tour. If your listeners are listening to this on August 16th, yeah. we start filming four days from now. We start oh filming August 20th, which means when you are listening to this show, they are busting out our walls and our house to build in lights. No. They are putting tent over all of the windows in our home. It is a deal, man. They're setting up white tents in our backyard so that caterers and, and uh, all so that. So it is just, we want to see Melissa's life day in and day out. Here's how it happened. 
I put out this red ribbon video, mm-hmm. and there was a group of girlfriends who saw it and from Dallas, Texas, and loved it. And they all were meeting for Mexican food one night, and um, one of the ladies from our production team, she wasn't at the time, but she is yeah. now, walked into this dinner, and they're all laughing. And she says, what are y'all laughing at? And they go, Jamie, you have to watch this girl. You're always looking for new talent. You need to contact her. And that is how this happened. That's she unreal. contacted me. She said, let's just have a meeting. I, I think you're interested. I'm intrigued, yeah, is yeah. what she said. She met with me. Um, how her, long ago is this? A little over a year. Okay. <laughs> so you were already writing the book? No. No, no you were not It would have been, been a little, no, because it took me about six months to write this. Yeah. So yeah, I think I met her first. She contacts me. She comes down to Lufkin from Dallas. We meet. We instantly hit it off. She then tells her production people. They say, well, we want to come meet her. So they do. We end up making what they call a sizzle reel. Yeah. It was about three minutes long. Yeah. They took it to uh, a big convention that they have every year in Washington, D.C. And before and she you works it, for USA at the time? No, she doesn't. No. She just works for this production team, Red Arrow Got Productions. It. Got it. Okay. They pitched this sizzle reel and four networks. Oh, my god! Four networks, you know, auction for it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a better term for it, but I don't know what. And um, USA ended up buying it. And oh uh, we did the dance. The whole with time, are you praying? What are you doing at home? Are you going, okay, God? Or are you just going, whatever? And feeling like I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I, yeah. I really feel like we'll just do this dance for a long time. And then at the end, they'll go, thanks, but no thanks. But yeah. wasn't this fun? Yeah. And it'll be a memory we what can tell our kids. a good expectation, too, to go like, this probably, I mean, this may work. This may not work. It's Let's probably not going. going to work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And then it just kept going more and more. And then when we when they said, hey, could we fly you guys out to meet? To meet USA, the, the president would like to sit and have a meeting with you. Then it felt a little more All real. All four of y'all or just you and David? Just me and David okay. and, and Red Arrow. And then we were in this big conference room at USA. and they Did it wa- look like the one on Suits? <laughs> I don't that's watch also suits. on USA. Okay. I don't watch Suits. Don't Please don't tell anyone that, but yeah. I don't watch it. Um, <laughs> I, she actually watches every show on USA. Go ahead. Every show and support them all. Um <laughs> Yeah, then it felt a little more real. It got more real as time went on. Mm-hmm. Then they hired a showrunner, which I didn't even know what that was. Apparently, yeah. they run the show. Yeah. Um, then they hired a showrunner. Then they hired crew. They started hiring crew. And, we're and like, you're like, this is happening. This is happening. They came down. The president of USA Network spent three days in Lufkin, Texas, sitting in my sunroom, watching us on video, going back to my bedroom and sitting on my bed and telling me her thoughts. I mean, yeah. then I knew. This, this is happening. This is real. Um, I will tell you this. One thing that she said, this is what she said. She took me back to my room the last day of filming. She said, can we go back here and talk? I said, yes. We go back to my room. We plopped down on my bed. She said, I don't know what's going on here. Hmm. I, don't, I don't get what's going on. I'm intrigued by it. I'm interested in it. But this whole, this big family and you all fight and then you make up and you love each other and you just move on. I, I don't get what all that is, but mm. I think I think America's going to be better for watching it. Oh, my gosh. I get what that is. You get what yeah, that is. That's right. But Hollywood doesn't get what that is. That's right. So we're, we're bringing Jesus-loving family yeah. to TV. Yeah. And then America... Sadie would just, say the same stuff. Sadie Robertson would go, people didn't know what they loved, but they loved that we prayed at the end. They Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we don't pray. You don't have we to, don't pray at the end. No, well, remember, they had ninety four people around the table. Yeah, you got to get them quiet. Somehow. That's exactly that's exactly right. Our table is more like Remy opened her eyes during the prayer. How would you know? Your eyes must have been open too. So we're not going to pray. Is that David? That second voice? <laughs> is that your husband? Yeah. How would you? Know? How would you know? <laughs> um, so y'all will start filming August twentieth and go through the fall. 
We'll do we'll do it for six weeks because it's six episodes. That's okay. the first season, and then um, it'll come out in November. Oh my gosh! And people always go, "Well, how will we know it when it comes out?" Don't you uh, think I'm gonna tell you? you? <laughs> Lord, I was on Megan Kelly. I talked about it for like eight weeks. Yeah. You'll go know. <laughs> That's when people are like, when are your books coming out? I'm like, I promise I won't let you miss. <laughs> like, I'm Don't not going to show up on Facebook and be like, y'all, we are three weeks in and I completely forgot to tell I y'all. I forgot to tell y'all that I have my own television That's show right. called The Melissa Show. <laughs> okay, six. I mean, you may be our first friend besides Sadie. Well, Sadie and Jen, but you're the first friend who's come on before they filmed it. So we're going to like watch it from the start. Sadie came on before they filmed it? No, no, no. You're the first friend that's oh, come I on am. before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sadie's way after and Jen was after. I'm telling you or what. Jen hadn't been on. I've been on her show. So I need to get John on. Yeah. On. It's it's crazy. The day that they came down and sat down and, ha- and had the logistics meeting with mm. us, like, hey, we're sending in a stylist to help you. As if I need help. You're like, listen, um, do you not see I have this dress in three colors? I'm like, what more do you want? Y'all haven't been to Kmart in the last 10 years. <laughs> uh but the logistics of it, the catering, the craft services, the I mean, 20 people yeah. that will move into apartments in my hometown. That I mean, we're, what's it going to do for the for the economy, too? I think that's one of the beautiful things that Reed Drummond's done for her little town of That's exactly right. And Oklahoma. I will tell you, there were many talks about, hey, I live in a small blue-collar town. They don't have a lot of money, but they got a lot of heart. Yeah. You don't dare make fun of them. You don't yeah. make fun of those people. Um, and even the president coming in, she ate at the same restaurant three nights in the row cause, in a row because she said she absolutely loved it. She said, yeah. "Why would anybody make fun of this town? This is lovely people. Yeah. They were kind." I said, "Good because like we're not going to come off as rednecks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. honey boo boo." Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I don't want to come. Which off I did that way. love that show. Too, I know I watched fair. it too. Um, but I don't want to come off that way. Mm-hmm. These are hardworking people, mm-hmm. you know. And and she asked me one time. She said, "What do you love so much about Lufkin?" I said, I love that when I go into any restaurant at any time, I know 98% of the people in there. I love that when Rocco's bad, like 65 moms text me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you right. Know, that's right. That day. So <laughs> I, I love my town and I want it with held with the utmost respect. Yeah. She said, Melissa, it's a character in this show mm. and it will be treated with as much respect as we give you or oh, your children. Or, so I'm, I'm really... I hope that Lufkin gets what Lufkin deserves. Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. I hope we bless their socks off. Yeah. So tell me, for our friends that are listening, if if we could pray something for you while you are filming, what do you want us to pray? That God would keep all the trolls away. Yeah. Because um, he, here's the deal. And I, I said that kind of kidding, but someone asked me the other day, what are you the most afraid of? Which it's really hard to admit that when you just wrote a book called Eat Cake, Be Brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're afraid of something. But here's yeah, the deal. I know. I don't look like a lot of women. I also look like a lot of women. I mean, I have elastic in my waist and my jeans. I mean, Mm. I'm a plus size woman and there are going to be a lot of people that want to chew me up and spit me out for it, Mm. that want to degrade me for how I look and and that I don't take care of myself, even though I'm perfectly healthy. Um, And I'm scared of that. If I'm Mm. being totally Mm. honest, I'm scared of that. And you know why? For all the work you do for yourself. Because my mother will read those comments. And Remy Hope will read those comments. Yeah, that's right. And um, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. So I'd like for to keep, let's keep those at bay. Yeah. I would also like to not be ridiculed for my parenting because my kids can be really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're loved well and they're safe and they mm-hmm. love Jesus and we talk openly about him in our home. Yeah. So yeah, they can be toots, but yeah. um, I don't want my parenting style to be criticized. Yeah. Um, so those are some things you can pray about. And also that God's protective hand would be on my children. 
this is a new experience for them. Yeah. And although they are pumped and they are excited, yeah. they don't know the kind of work that's involved. They don't know. I do. It's th- the shooting days have been hard and long. And they um, just follow you the whole time, right? They follow me the entire time. And I don't know if you're this way, but I refuel in alone time. Yeah. I refuel. I, I fill my tank up by being alone. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know how hard it is to find that? Yeah, because I've seen it on Real World where they go, don't follow me. I need a break. <laughs> and, they, and I don't want to be that yeah. woman. Yeah, that's know? right. But so those are some of the things you can pray. Yeah. Okay. And I pray that we that people can have their children in the room watching our, te- our yeah. show and never have to ask them to leave. Yeah. And I pray... That if this show is a bust, if it goes off the air and it flops, it's because we were too clean. Is that a bust? Is that a bust to you as success multiple seasons? Um, I'd like to be able to afford some patio furniture, so okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> I'd like I mean, to... I, think, I think a big thing that Sevens, uh, for as much as we celebrate, we also have to really define success. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you, if you say one and done is not success, okay. I'd like to see more. Yeah, okay. I would. Good. I, I, I'd and like you may to... change your mind after you film it and go. I thought I wanted to do more of these. You're right. You know, but today, if that's how you feel, we'll we'll pray that for, down for too. right now. I sure would like to see a couple of seasons. Yeah. I'd like to leave it in print. Yeah, I, I look at Duck Dynasty. And right. they changed lives. Yeah. Come on. They were silly and goofy and fun, but they were clean. Yeah. And they changed people's lives. And they're real. They are who they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. And you know what I say? God, if you're going to use us, at least use us long enough to leave an imprint. Yeah. Come on. That's right. We get this one Let shot. us change some hearts yeah, while we're at it. That's right. And that's so right. I would love to meet Corey Robertson and just sit oh. down and say, how do I do this? Oh, how did help you, you do, do that. How did you raise healthy kids? Yes. And this kind of whirlwind yes we can we'll do that email intro today she seems like a class act dude if i can be like Corey robertson yeah then we've all won <laughs> yeah 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 then the whole world wins yeah yeah and so, just even i love Corey and i've spent time with her but i'm better friends with john luke mm-hmm. and mary kate that are married and then sadie even people who raise people like that if you can raise that's john luke right and sadie, then I want to understand what you're doing. I, I want I want the secret ingredient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll connect you. Because I do think there's so much wisdom in going, you're a mom who's done exactly what I did, and your kids aren't off the rails. That's right. Any more than any other kid. I mean, nobody's perfect, but their kids aren't couldn't aren't what TV kids could be. Yeah, so I'm put I'm putting this out there. If if she's listening or if you can yeah, contact I her, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say please. I mean, I yeah. want my kids to come out of this shining. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's I don't know. But Sadie did it. She's a doll. She's a doll, and and she does the best she can, and she's honest and vulnerable, and yeah, she's a doll. But she's people say, everything. well, what do you hope to get out of this show? And I patio furniture, patio furniture, <laughs> and also the day I did Megan Kelly. We were just about to start. Like it was a, like a countdown kind of uh-huh. thing. And a producer ran up to me. I was sitting in the seat with Megan beside me. The producer ran up to me and peeled a price tag off the bottom Atta of my girl. shoe. At a girl. Um, I'd like to not buy my shoes at TJ Maxx for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's a dream. That'd be a dream. So, yes, if that's season two, listen, then I would like to get listen, some real shoes. I don't shoes. know why you need to buy patio furniture when you're such a fan of Kmart. Let's just get a sponsorship. <laughs> Let's just For get real. Kmart to be proud that you are toting them around because I did not know they were still open. I the one in Lufkin closed. Yeah, so I, I, the one I just Lufkin. assume if it's closed in Lufkin, it must yeah, be that's, closed that's, everywhere. That may be the end of the trail. <laughs> All stores may go to Lufkin to, to die uh, until now. That's exactly. I right. mean, that's the beautiful thing because you know the other person I think of is Dolly Parton, and how Dolly changed Sevierville. Oh yeah, you know it's and. 
Lufkin doesn't need to be fixed. I don't want you to or your people to hear me saying that. But you doing you in that city right. changes the atmosphere and changes the economy. Yeah. You know, this week we were on tour and they um, the whole production team, the showrunner, like several people from the network, they all went to Lufkin to meet with the mayor, the school yeah. administrators, the chief of police. They're having all these meetings and they come back and they, I said, how would the meetings go? Where has this town been all of our lives? Oh like, these people are just... You're about to be the Dolly of Texas. WWDD, what would Dolly do? I mean, listen, I have a, I have a handkerchief with that embroidered <laughs> on it, just so you know. What you would know, Dolly do? What I'll send you a picture. Because I'm going to do I'm it. I'm going to do it. It takes a lot to look this cheap. I mean, <laughs> don't you love... I just adore her. I mean, you're going to open like a Dollywood, Melissa would. I, I, you know what? And there's going to be... There's going to be funnel cakes on every corner. Thank you. You're welcome, America. What else? Um, the corn that you dip in uh, mayonnaise and roll in Parmesan okay. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted corn. Have you been to corn. Dollywood? Thank yes, you. I have. Yeah, because then there's also going to be that room that we go in where we hear your life story and then it rains on us in the end like it does in the Dolly room. <laughs> there's a story, story I tell in my book of, see, I'm sleeveless on the cover of my book uh-huh. and I don't go sleeveless. It's and beautiful. that's the, that was on purpose yeah. because if I'm going to be brave, let's go sleeveless. Let's go, yeah. And I say in the book, the last time that I went sleeveless was on a roller coaster at Dollywood where they take your picture and uh-huh. you're on the roller coaster uh-huh. and it looks like it's a chicken breast hitting David in the face. <laughs> It looks like it's a raw chicken breast. It looks like it's just, and it's just really my upper arm because I got my arms up. <laughs> oh, Raj. Okay. I'm, I fly out tomorrow morning and this is what I'm taking with me. Eat cake and be brave. So what we should do is read the book in August. So that, or like, go ahead and get the book now so that by the time your show comes out in November, you're like, Best friend. We're all best friends. Yeah, everybody says I, when I read this book, I feel like I'm just sitting having queso with Melissa and just talking to her. That's such a great compliment. Such a compliment. And so you trust me after reading this. Yeah, you'll know. That's so when what I, Jessica Turner said, she said this morning she texted me and said, "I heard you're seeing Melissa today. You're gonna adore her." And I've cried twice, and I just started the book last night. Oh, that's so nice. I hope people yeah. know that it's funny too. It's very yes. funny. I can't not be funny. Right. But when they see me on the show, they'll be like, oh, she is so Melissa. She's yeah, being so, so Melissa right yeah, now. Oh, right. that is so something she'd do. Right. You just feel like you know me. That's how, So Melissa is my always Annie. I'm like, always Annie. <laughs> always Sorry. A, that's always your show Annie. name. That's my show. I better buy that you are. If I'm going to do it before the show comes out. I was going to say, if anybody buys alwaysannie.com. And I was like, I'm going to beat y'all for y'all even now. Oh, it out. hey, you need you, the attorney general. Okay. He'll, he's oh, probably I, looking <laughs> it up right out there right now. Trying to buy it for you. Is he managing any other sevens? He will. <laughs> Probably not. How many? Yeah, how he's many exhausted. Can he handle? That's exactly right. I know some of my friends. Do you know who Chris McClarney is the musician? No. Oh, he's a worship leader. You should. He's amazing. But he's a seven, and we're always like, when we are together, it's not just fourteen. It's like a hundred. It's a hundred and twelve for real. It's so beautiful. I love it. Okay, so the last question we always ask is, what do you do for fun? What is your thing for fun? I mean, everything sevens do is fun. But what's your thing right now that when you get home tomorrow and you do get a break a little bit before they show up to film, what's what are y'all gonna do? What do I do for fun? Well, um, I will say that for the show, um, our cast of characters is my big, loud Southern family. Oh, I love it. Um, my, and they're know, all in. Everybody said yes. Did you have some say no? No. I did. So so our cast is my mom. This is getting around to your question, by no, the way. No, no. I, Me and David I, and Remy and Rocco, my mom and my dad, uh-huh. my Aunt Melba. Absolutely. Melba Joy. Absolutely. And my cousin Meredith and my pastor, who is actually probably my best friend. Oh, wow. My, my pastor, Jeremy, is uh, my pastor, Jeremy. My pastor, Jeremy Yancey, is one of my besties. Yeah. And we vacation with him and his wife and everything. Yeah. And so they're all on it. My Aunt Melba, 
sweet Lord Jesus. Yeah. She's so dirty, Annie. She's pornographically dirty. She doesn't know what she's saying. <laughs> but she doesn't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm She'll say something so and much. we'll be like, oh, no, no, no. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. <laughs> that's that's very politically incorrect, Melba. <laughs> you cannot. Um, but what I do for fun is I, I send out a group text and I say, my house, six o'clock, bring appetizers, finger foods, dominoes. Yeah. And we sit around the table. Play and, dominoes or you're, or you're providing pizza? Uh, everybody brings food. Yeah. I, ha- I spill the dominoes out on yeah. the table and we drink our Dr. Peppers and we play dominoes for hours. Really? That is my idea of a great evening. Really? I absolutely I love, it. love it. Oh, there's fights going on. Sure. There's like, stop saying that. I'm not going to stop. I mean, there's fights going on. There's just. It's just like family should be. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it should be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to play dominoes. Can I? So I just need to come down and you yes. send the text. Yeah, you. I just imagine you'll appear right in the middle of an episode. You'll be like, <laughs> knock knock. Interestingly <laughs> enough, always Annie. <laughs> Happy September. And then, and then you hear the the music go. <laughs> 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 You'd be like, Annie, I don't know how you found my house. Yeah. Did you just follow the white tents in the backyard? Did you drive around until you found the craft catering? Exactly. Yes. The answer is you yes. sniffed that. You sniffed out that roasted yeah. corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the subtitle. Always Annie, sniffing out the roasted corn. That's me. That's me. Well, thank you for being on the show. And I'm so glad to be friends with you. This is so right. This is long overdue. Long overdue, but very right to me. You're super stuck with me. We laughed, we cried. I know. I've really enjoyed things. it. And I, I love all your, your listeners. So thanks for listening and bye. Eat cake, be brave. That's right. Annie, you got to turn the air on in here. I know. <laughs> for the love woman. <laughs> it's so odd. I office. can't tell if you love me or you just want me to get the <laughs> heck out of here. <laughs> It was hot in the office, you guys. It just gets hot in my office sometimes. I'm so sorry, Melissa. But I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I'm still smiling ear to ear. What a joy she is. Make sure you follow her across all social media. Miss Melissa Radke is her Instagram handle, but you need to check her out on Facebook. Watch that Red Ribbon video if you haven't yet. You probably have 100 million people. It's a lot of people to watch something. So you probably have already seen it, but it is certainly worth a watch. And make sure you grab a copy of Eat Cake be brave. It is just such, it's a great book. I I am reading it this weekend and I'm just loving it. So just a quick reminder that we will be quiet for the next couple of weeks of August while I go on vacation. So don't be panicked if there's no Thursday shows for a little bit, just for a couple of weeks while we rest. I just wanted you to know ahead of time that's happening, but we do have a show coming on Monday that you are going to love with podcaster Payne Lindsay. If you remember back to John Christ episode in February, we talked about a podcast we both listened to called Up and Vanished. And Payne Lindsay is the creator of that podcast. Up and Vanish Season 2 also starts on Monday the 20th. And he is coming on the show to talk about it. And I cannot wait to talk to him about Up and Vanished and about Atlanta Monster, all the podcast shows that I have listened to of his. So that will be Monday. And then we will take a couple weeks break. So that is what sounds fun to me is getting to talk to some of my favorite people, which I've gotten to do today and again on Monday and then go on vacation. So you guys have a great weekend and we will see you Monday with Payne Lindsay. Thank you.